Thanks for joining us for this episode of Journey Now, produced by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. For more information on Journey Church and our gatherings, please visit us at journeytn.com. Welcome to a special edition of the Journey Now podcast. Kevin here with Tim, who's doing the music in the background, and and we have uh, two of ours are two of our regulars are off doing things that are like one's in Toronto and the other one's moving. Can you, yeah, can you believe it? Tim? Yeah, whatever. So we adopted two other people today. Much better humans. Betsy Rainey. Hello. In from the other room. And our good friend, nah, I won't say it, the rapper, the star, Robert Gonzalez. Yeah, you're welcome. Just so you guys know, um, Big Ricky is here. And <laughs> guys, so, guys, guys. At, at, we, we, I don't tell all no your students, secrets. No students are listening right now. <laughs> so Their parents might, though. The, the deal is, everybody, that in uh, youth, gr- youth group uh, at camp, this this it's character. Character. <laughs> yeah. Caricature. Character. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, how did it come about? Uh, we made a joke a couple camps ago. Mm-hmm about i'll teach you the big ricky's coming or something yeah yeah and kids caught on and we just did something stupid so, so rob, rob is basically every every camp now rob is he makes I mean, it's kind of like hannah, he's hannah montana basically yeah. who wow. makes an appearance yeah he's he's <laughs> oh we should just call him hannah yeah easy easy so all the students are like who who's big ricky's like i don't know, I don't know. but don't he know. might be coming we don't know we don't so know. at some point so at every camp he looks big strange. ricky comes out does some rap yeah he looks strangely familiar but not really <laughs> um, yeah speaking of rap and speaking of me um i did have one like the best moments we're like the the mic drop moments yeah, i don't yeah, have yeah. many of them yeah but yeah, it just yeah. reminded me of it rapping speaking at camp. Of me speaking of me so so we're at camp and somehow oh it was some kind of like battle up front They're oh like, that was the the best the best i was we were I don't know for whatever reason we were improvising like every service. Yes, and just like I had random stories and random moments, and so like I do this thing sometimes, leaders. Well, that's right. Where I'm like, I don't prep them at all, and I just go, guys, guess what? We got a real treat this morning. Tim is gonna rap for us, and I just put them on the spot, and you, you see put what happens. Some music, some. Yeah, yeah. So we put Tim on the spot, not thinking anything would come of it. Yeah. Oh my. I'm a songwriter, but you guys, I cannot. I cannot freestyle for anything. Uh-huh. I mean, my, my kids can kind of do that. I, I just cannot. I will just say cuss words or like <laughs> inappropriate body parts. That's all I can do. That's what comes to mind. Right. Like, I'm telling you, when we play yeah. the, the, like the PLT, yeah. all I can think, you say the first three words that come, come to your to mind your with those letters. I, I cannot not be inappropriate. It's just so dumb. But yeah, that's anyways, what we love about you. Tim. So just throwing out raps I can't do. But I have one rap in he had my one rap. Uh-huh. In my pocket that the kids have no clue about. It's salt and pepper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you, and so he you just throws this music and I'm like, gosh, that's the only thing I know. I'm like, the S is for super and the U is for unique. The P is for perfection. And you know that we are freaks. And the kids are going, Dude, we're what? they're losing their minds. And we're like not really sure what's happening, but we're like, we're kind of losing our minds. The gosh. E is for erotic and the R is for rap. So tell those nosy people just to say the heck back, supersonic, and they like they was, were on the floor. It was a great moment. It was, That's I bet awesome. none of them knew the song. No, no, no. That's it's hilarious. too old. It was there, too old. There actually is a video of this. Uh huh. Is there? Yeah, yeah. That there is, is a video. Um, I think it's on our Instagram, but um, 
as he's like, like again, he Did starts. Did you know this song? So you knew the song? No, I didn't know no. this particular rap. I know Salt and Peppa. 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 Thank you. Um, no R. Never mind. That's a whole yeah. other. <laughs> don't, don't. Just don't. My mom really liked. Oh. Anyways, anyways. Um, but you see the the students, and he's kind of doing it, and they're like they're intrigued, and then he keeps going, and like everyone starts standing up because yeah. the energy's so high. <laughs> yeah, it just it's a great moment. Yeah, gosh. Anyways, I it was that your mic drop. I just moment? thought about yeah, Big Ricky, and then yeah, I just thought about one of my oh. greatest moments of my life. We might have to put Tim yeah in our next Big Ricky video. <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh my gosh. Let me just do that rap. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Anywho, so you guys, when you see Rob next time, <laughs> just hey. give a little like yeah. quiet. Get our what's up, Big Ricky? Get our Instagram page and watch it. It's uh, yeah, Journey Youth. Yeah, youth. and you youth. just did a you just did a video youth. for this past youth yeah. camp. Did you put that up anywhere? It's four K. It's a four K. It's our highest viewed video of all time. Is it no? Really? Wow. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Viral. Gosh. So I think we're pretty. I'm an influencer now. You totally are. <laughs> and blue check. To be fair, I do have a SoundCloud account for Big Ricky. Do you really? <laughs> I think we have four listeners or something. <laughs> Do you have a MySpace account? Yeah, that oh, is. No. Whoa, I oh. didn't go that personal. Yeah. No, no no students are listening to this Golly. room. Great. Yeah, I never had a MySpace, so. We Did know, you ever Kev. have a MySpace? We know. No, never Do you know did. what it is? Yeah. I do know what it is. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm not that young. Come okay. on. Oh, come on. <laughs> Just check it. No, never had one. Okay. You would what have been like you? nine years old, maybe? <laughs> no, there were like eighth graders who had it when I was in eighth grade, but... I never did. Okay. That's Sorry. more. That's like more. Like six, seven, eighth grade. Yeah. yeah. Not nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like my yeah. guess. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. Kev's like, we never. He's like, I never had a MySpace. And we're like, we all know. <laughs> we know. Yeah. And it wasn't because I was nine years old. <laughs> 13. 13. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, gosh. It wasn't because I was 13. It is amazing how kids are like, yeah, it's so weird. When I was younger, when I was 11, I, it was, I'm, I'm like, kind of, you're 12. No, no, no. I'll give you an example. Sorry. This is super off topic, but we were doing a- Oh, this whole thing's off I know, topic. No, no. We were doing a trivia. This is what you, yeah, this is what you get when you ask us to be a part of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were doing a trivia this week in, in students, and uh, it was Disney trivia, and anyways, the last question was, when was Disneyland created? And it was two people, and whoever got closer won, right? Oh, boy. And uh, one of the kids said um, 1917 or something. <laughs> and then another, one of the other junior high kids said 1999. <laughs> no. <laughs> ancient history like, for that. <laughs> awesome. They weren't even born yet. Yeah, so, no, yeah, it yeah, had to be like ancient uh, 1900s. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's hilarious. I was like, wait, what? We are so far <laughs> off. Both of them were. 1999. <laughs> I'm like, I guess it's, yeah, I guess it's a long time ago now. Gosh, I'm in black and white. That was like my TV back whoa, then. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, they say we were born in the 1900s. Yeah. yeah. Like the Gen Zers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you were born in the 1900s. Yeah. Proud yeah. of it. <laughs> Ouch. That was it. Is that meant to be like a slam? I think so. Okay. Mm, a slam dunk. Yeah. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Speaking of bounded. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There's a line. There it is. There's a line, and it's take it. You better take 1999. Yeah. So yes. Hey, we're in a series on Sundays talking around how we're trying to um, explain how our church works. Um, 
So your first thought on that is, how do you think that's going? The series? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As he says with Lacey, the dog. Sitting on his lap. Sitting yeah. on his lap. Yeah. How do you think it's going? How do you think we're the doing? The conversation? Yeah. Do you think people are starting to understand the difference between bounded and fuzzy and centered? I think, go. I was just going to say the graphics probably helped this week. Gosh, I was going to talk about that. <laughs> so, so if you weren't in the, in the room, yeah, there were some graphics. Yeah. It yeah. really clarified for me. Rob made these great <laughs> graphics for centered, bounded, which was Mike's face on yeah. all each of the things. And then fuzzy was Sam's, Sam's face. face, which is genius. And centered was Susie's <laughs> face, just in the center, which is perfect. <laughs> But we kind of dripped them I out a little that. bit. To, that must to have been because, at 11. It yeah, it was yeah, 11. Yeah, so 11, we added two more just to kind of surprise him. So he didn't have to go like, oh, and he, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he handled yeah. it terribly. It was great. Yes, I'm sure he did. Uh, I th- I think we have been talking about this for how long? A year? Or longer. Maybe a year yeah. and a half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're just. Yeah, working th- we're, through. Yeah, I feel like I'm still a preschooler in this concept. Mm-hmm. And. As I've had conversations, and we've all been having conversations with people in our community, yeah, uh, I think it's just it's bringing up a lot of questions. It's such a simple concept. Mm-hmm. You go, oh yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. These are the lines. Yep, these have no lines, and the centers. Let's focus on Jesus. It yeah. just gets weird on what to put in the center. Like, what is Jesus, and what's our view of Jesus? Because mm-hmm. right. that seems to be everybody's thing. There's, yeah, they're putting these, you know, like people groups in the center and saying, well, if, yep. is this a line? Do we even have a line? Right. We know people, uh-huh. bets that we we're just talking about that are wanting us to draw a specific lines, saying this is actually wrong. We'll love you, but this is wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So I think that's where it's starting to get a little uh, interesting because they would call it, us then fuzzy. Right. We're yeah. getting called both sides, actually. So um, interesting. Because as Mike... Mike on Sunday, if you hadn't have a chance to listen to the last two sermons, so today is what uh, the 29th, so it would have been the last two sermons, 27th and the 20th. Yep. Um, if you go back and listen to those two in August, you'll get a better idea. We're trying to clarify what we would say is the center, and the center is Jesus. And this last week, he actually spoke out and from the scriptures, some of the um, propositional truths that, um, like, a simple one is is that Jesus is actually Jewish, right? not American, um, things like that. Um, and so, and that he's God, and that he died on a cross, and he rose from the dead, and mm-hmm. and and everybody goes, yeah, that, that, that's the Jesus we believe in. Well, those are the propositional truths about the Jesus we believe in. Um, the difference being is he's describing the center, but the center is a person. And the person himself is not static. That's part of the struggle with this concept is he doesn't just stand still. He mm-hmm. actually pursues us. He moves and he's in relationship with us. And we all know relationships have these dynamic um, elements to them. Uh, and and how we feel that day sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> affects our relationship. And but when you say he's not static, does that mean that his he has different thoughts about different things? That's what would would come in would be okay. But if he's not static, the Bible's pretty static in some ways. Like here are the things that we have written about him, the mm-hmm. stories that we have. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. those are not moving. Yeah, but our, so, under, but our understanding of them are moving. Yes, I mean that is, is that is moving. 
arm. Yeah, I mean, my, my understanding of God <laughs> this year is different than my understanding Pardon of my God bad five years ago yes. in 1999. Right, because <laughs> there's, there's movement towards the center mm-hmm. and a closeness that allows us to see more. The, other, the opposite is true as well. We can move further away and, and understand less or it becomes more blurry because we're further away. And so both of those dynamics are true, but it's, it's not like Jesus just stands still. He's not a point on a paper. He's not a point in time. He's not a point. That's what I mean by not static. Yeah, I get it. I'm playing the devil's advocate. I know, Continue. and you're cute. Thank you. Yeah, that beard is amazing. He was talking to his dog. He was talking to Lacey. <laughs> I think that's where some of the, the issues come about, though, when it comes to the center. Mm-hmm. Is that there's things that weren't super clear in scripture? Yeah, that are like really big cultural questions around us. Yeah, mm-hmm. that we then attach to Jesus and say, "Oh, Jesus would do this, right?" Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Jesus wouldn't do this. Or Jesus yeah. wouldn't do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. like I've heard some wild things mm-hmm. about what modern day Jesus would do culturally in our times. Yeah, and I I think like <laughs> even though like like this last week was really great because it yeah. clarified again, further what the center is. Yeah. But there's all these other like subcultural things that we mm-hmm. still like attach to Jesus. Right. And say, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we agree with all that. Right. But then also like Jesus would do all of these things too. Right. We add things to the center. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that's part of the dilemma is what what's in your center. Yeah. And what's in my center? What do we agree on? Mm-hmm. Um, what don't we agree on? And, and it, does it... Is it essential? Right. Is it a is something you will advocate for? Is it so we start using these words, right? And and more and more, that for me, as I get closer to the center, is becoming less and less clear mm-hmm. as to what exactly it I will advocate for. Or it is shrinking. That part of it. Okay, so in nineteen ninety nine. <gasps> when Disney was established, Disneyland, Disneyland, yeah, Disney World was there, but Disneyland was later. Mm. Yeah, nope, nope. nope. Disneyland was first. Yes. Yeah, come on, dude. California people, come we on. got. We're, I'm sorry, we're California people. Yeah. So back in 1999, yeah, yeah. Um, the questions that you were being asked, Kev, yeah. like the the big thing at that point was, can I get divorced and remarried? Yeah. That was that was a big one. And what do you do with divorced people? How do you handle them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and what do you what is the answer to the question of can I get remarried? Should I not get remarried? Can I can a divorced person be an elder in a church? Can yeah. I mean that whole thing was a big part of the question, and so people wanted to draw hard lines. Mm-hmm. These are these are the rules that we're going to abide by. Mm-hmm. If you've been divorced. And you were the reason that divorce happened. You had an affair and you left your wife or you left yeah. your husband. Yeah, you're kind of out. Thanks, Lacey. You agree. Um, and, <laughs> and so it became very bounded in that regard because we focused on the line. Mm-hmm. You know, you did something basically that doesn't allow you to participate in the fullness of, of this. And so oftentimes what people just did is they just left churches and went to different churches and didn't say anything. Yeah. And so, and they still were following Jesus, but they, they had this badge attached to them that they were divorced, right? Yeah. Hmm. And so then we would, they would eventually meet somebody and they come to the pastor and say, hey, can you marry us? And the question was, okay, well, tell me about your previous marriages. Right. And well, this happened, this happened, this happened. Well, 
well, then I don't think I can actually do this. I don't think I can perform the ceremony because you're not eligible to get remarried. So it was yeah. like this. So it was like a part unpardonable sin per yeah. se or wow. yeah, scarlet letter. Right. Hmm. So the more that I've moved in my faith and my walk with Jesus, my dog is driving me crazy. She's doing great. Um, <laughs> we would, I would say today, something totally different than what I said in the 90s. Um, and partly, too, is that culturally that has shifted so much and yeah. everybody's kind of blurred it to the side like it's not a big deal anymore. Um, it is. I still think divorce is a big deal. I think divorce is destructive to the fab fabric of the family and da, da 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 All those things are true. And I think it's very sad and very tragic. And I wish it never happened. But it does. Right. But if we if we say and take divorce and remarriage and put it in the center as part of the deal, We've 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 moved what is a peripheral idea mm -hmm. to the middle and saying, yeah, if you're but there are churches that do that. There are churches that put it smack dab in the middle and it's part of the center and it's a requirement. It feels very bounded. That's a rule. So one thing that you said before was mm -hmm. that the and Bess and I were just going, yeah. oh, that is so interesting is <laughs> you can't put a a what in the center. Like, like a like thing a or group, a, a rule or, or a rule yeah, like or a, a sin. Especially or, culturally, yeah. it changes constantly. Talk, you talking about like, you know, the 90s, what you would have said versus now. Yeah. If that center, if you're centering it on what is like culturally popular or yeah. what you feel like needs to be said now, it's not going to uphold right. in 10, 20, 30 years. Right. And I think the goal of the center is to uphold regardless of what's going on in culture, mm. right? right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and the moment you put something that is behavior specific in the center, whatever that behavior is, whether it's greed or no greed or um, adultery, no adultery, uh, whatever it is, once you start putting those things in that you've created a, a, a different center, then I would argue would be a relationship with Jesus. Hmm. Because once you put a sin list in there, Whatever that sin list is, it doesn't matter what you pick as the sin list. Uh -huh. You've now created a boundary around getting to know the person that actually delivers you from the sin list. Wow. So are there commands that the center gives? I was just going to say, like, how does that work with like the upside down, upside down kingdom mm -hmm. kind of parameters that Mike talked about? Right. The relationship actually with the center is what changes the behavior. It's not... It's not the behavior that allows for the relationship with the center. Hmm. So the more that you engage with the center, the more that you align your behavior with what the center is. And, and it doesn't matter what that behavior is outside of the center because the center has it right, right? Yeah. Uh, Jesus did it perfectly. He's the perfect representation of God. And so as we watch and we look and, we, and what we see Jesus doing is grace, forgiveness, kindness, um, calling to repentance, invitation, respecting people's autonomy, re respecting their moral uh, code because he'll challenge them to come into his or challenge them to come and follow me. And they'll go, nope, I like what I'm doing now better. Mm -hmm. And so they'll stay their path. And he lets them. Yeah. Um, it's the great story of, of the parables. It's the parable of the lost son who comes to his senses. The, the father doesn't stop him. He gives him his inheritance. He says, yeah, here it is, go. He squanders his inheritance. He's eating pig food and he's in a faraway land and he all of a sudden it dawns on him. I gotta reorientate back towards the mm. center and he turns mm. and he goes. And, and that's the embrace. That's the center doesn't change. 
The center stayed the same. It's still the father. So there's this, it's the, it's the, um, it's the, the things that orbit the center that are either orientated or not. And, and for all of us, we have a center. All of us do. Mm -hmm. Like, like an idea of who Jesus is and what Jesus represents or what? Or, or an idea of what life, my life should look like. Are you even going higher than just even Chris, Jesus people? Mm-hmm. Like everybody has everybody a has a center and ethic. Okay, everybody has their life oriented okay. towards yep. something. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be a movie star. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a pilot. I want to be fill in the blank. I want to be a good husband. I want to be a good wife. My family is my center. Whatever it is, I am my center. Whatever that is, it is something totally different. But we orientate ourselves in that direction, and we allow that to determine our understanding of how we're doing in this world. Hmm. Yeah, it's like we're all being yeah. discipled by something. Yeah. We're all being shaped by something. Right. It's just who we're being shaped by. Who and we're what we're chasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're all chasing something. It just isn't as obvious for some. And, and people would argue with that, but I think, I think it's the way we're made. I actually think it's part of our innate nature as humans. There's a, there's a part of us, and, and we could call it worship, too yeah Mm -hmm. we we there's a lot of words for this but it's we chase after that which we think will ultimately solve the problem whatever the problem is that we're trying to solve about our personal worth and our value and our um place in this world and and those things okay so how would you today i mean again (laughs) that was a lot of words but i love love tangents because those are helpful um 99 yeah. Oh, we're back in the before Y two K. Yeah. Um, and same time that the Matterhorn was created. <laughs> yes. Yes. What a great ride. Wasn't Jesus around in nineteen? 19- yeah, about yeah. that time. Yeah, about that, that time. time. Yeah. I think it's more the seventies. Yeah, seventies. Thanks. That's helpful. Um, how, if you were centered, how different would your conversations with those people be than it was? So don't talk about then. Right. But if, talk about if, if, today, if, like, if you were centering yep. on Jesus. Yep. Something that's not cultural. Right. To, yeah. Right. Even even cultural to the, the church at that point. The conversation would have been different. The conversation I would have entered into would have said, okay, let's let's talk first about your relationship with Jesus and how this now infects your understanding of marriage. Not how does my understanding of marriage affect whether or not you can relate to the church. That is the different conversation that I would have. Say it in a different way. Say it one more time. Um, I would I would have a conversation with whoever it is that wants to get married. They come to me. They they actually want the church to say. Yeah. The church meaning pastor. Yeah. I we bless this marriage. Yeah. And what I would say is, and I've and and this is a conversation I've actually had, is you're not getting married at my approval. You're not getting married at even the approval of the witnesses that are there. You're not, you're not making this commitment in front of them. You're actually saying to God, I'm getting married to this person in front of you and my vows matter because I'm saying them in front of you and to you. I promise to you that mm-hmm. I will oppose. So they're talking to the center and I, can you do that? 
this would be the conversation. Mm -hmm. Can you honestly say you're free to do that? Can you honestly say, understanding all these things about what it means to be divorced, are you free to do this? And if they said to me, well, yeah, and I would be like, then giddy up, let's do it. I wouldn't be an investigator. I wouldn't shame them. I wouldn't try to get them to understand in great depths of their sin. I wouldn't do any of those things. I would say, are you orientated to the center? Are you willing to do this knowing that you're making this commitment to the center, Jesus. Mm -hmm. When I say the center, I'm mm -hmm. meaning Jesus. And and I'll walk in those ways. And it's to honor that. And and that's what affects the soul, actually, is that I'm not I'm not just promising to my wife that I'm gonna do this, because if I'm just promising to my wife I'm gonna do this, I'm pointing yeah, it. Yeah, don't point it, Rob. This this <laughs> big big Ricky. <laughs> big um, Ricky. <laughs> that that's just a that's just a a vow between two humans. Mm-hmm. Whereas, no, if I'm orienting my life towards Jesus and I'm making this commitment to Jesus that I'm going to love this woman till the day I die, mm -hmm. that's a different commitment. See, I think it's interesting, though, because like how many marriages where you would sit down with a couple, they would say, and they would say, absolutely, yes. Yeah. And six months later, they're divorced. They're divorced. Yeah. Like similar, I think, when it comes to faith, like, hey, this is what the center looks like. Are you up for that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Six months later, they're chasing something else. Or yeah, or it looks different than what yeah. they right originally said they would. Right, they're okay with. And I, right, I, I don't know. I just think because nobody. This is this. This is the beauty of relationship, though. That's why marriage works in this conversation. Mm -hmm. Is that um, I got married thirty eight years ago. I was not born. Yeah, thanks for that. You're welcome. Nor was, was Disney. I was really not born. <laughs> yeah, Disney yeah. didn't exist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Anyway, but in those thirty eight years, the the woman that I married has changed dramatically. She doesn't look the same. Um, she, you know, I think um, in many ways, her beauty is, I thought she was gorgeous when she was 18 years old. I think she's gorgeous now. I think the, the changes to the way she looks and her face and everything else, I've seen how her life has grown and changed over 30 some odd years. And, I've, and I love her all the more. Have we had hard moments? Yeah. Have we had difficulties? Yes. Has life been hard at times? Yeah, people have, we've gone through some stuff. Everybody does. And yet, at the same time, um, I would say that the commitment I made before God stuck. It was a, I'm, I'm in this. I'm in this for better, for worse, for rich, for poor, no matter what we look like in 30 years, we're in. And, and I've grown to appreciate that relationship more and more as we've gotten older to the to the point where i i i don't know what life is without her hmm. it's the same relationship i have with the center of my faith as the more and more i walk with him the more i appreciate the full the more i get to know the bigger it becomes he becomes and the more that i appreciate all that that comes with that relationship and the more i adore the more that but it also then says I'm how I see other people relating to the center changes the way I see the center, but it also makes me love the way people relate to the center. And so it makes the center grow. Um, and so there's this, this, this dynamic that's not static. If I, if I just treated my wife, Lori, like I did when we were 18 and 20 versus when we are now, it wouldn't work. It yeah. just wouldn't work. Mm. And that's the relational component of being oriented toward the center. Together. Together. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh. 
uh, Go. I don't know if that helps or not. Yeah, I mean, one thing I brought up before we started this thing yeah. was, you know, a, a friend that I had sat with that was part of our community that I've shared on this yeah. podcast about before that said, man, I think I think it's God is telling me his center yeah. was telling him to leave his wife and go be with his high school girlfriend. Right. Um, That's a bad idea. Well, okay, so then how do you put that? <laughs> so n- normally we'd want to put that into the center mm-hmm. and go, man, right. whoops. <laughs> Just cross the line. So not because there's a line there that says it's wrong, right? Yeah. Well, so go. Oh, okay. I I mean, <laughs> part of part of being orientated toward the center is being toy- orientated to a center that says, "Man, um, you made a commitment. You keep it. You 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 keep by your word. You do. Um, you maintain the relationship that I that I gave you all those years ago." There's that's, but not because it's a line, but because I'm centered on the one that honors marriage. Yeah. And and what I'm saying is his center was, I think God's telling me to do this. And I was like, man, I don't think that's the same. I don't think think we have the same center. Right. Um, That just doesn't seem like something that God would, would really go, man, that's beautiful. Right. Yet to him, he was like, yeah, this is, I think this feels so right. And so, so he's centered on himself, or on his, or on his own center, right? On or, meaning his view of God. Mm-hmm. See, is the center is as much um, not what we think it is as much as it is what we think it is. And what I mean by that is, is that we attribute things to the center that mm-hmm. don't belong to the center, because we want the center to agree with us. Totally. So rather mm. than rather than turning and facing and moving towards the center, we take the center and create it in the image that we want it to be and say that we're orientated towards it. Yeah. I mean, my, my response to him was, man, let's, I, I'd love to have more conversations about yeah. this. And if that, let, let's, let's talk to God together and let's figure out, because yeah. everybody in his group of friends that were here, yeah. were like, man, I don't think this is the right thing. But he was like, nope, yeah, I think this is of God. Right. And so his center was really different and he was, yeah, that was a conviction for him. Sure, and it's hard to be around a bunch of people centered on, on Jesus when you are centered on something else. So we also have a bunch of people that are part of our community that have been centered, have been in a community where the Jesus was saying, "You're divorced, you're out of here. You're right. gay, you're out of here. Right. You're whatever, yep. you're out of here." Yeah. So that was the whole community saying that. Yep. Which somebody right now would be going, "Okay, but I tried that That's in community." Founded. Yeah, I guess I did that in a bounded community. So, yeah. what would that look like in a centered community? Yeah, um, that's where we came up with words. Right, we came up with words on Sunday again. If you get a chance to listen, to that where if you, if you are committed to our description of the center, you're an advocate for it, um, or you align yourself with it. Those two words were words we used. But if you're not, like if you don't fully agree that that your center is someone who rose from the dead let's just take that one Mm -hmm. because we do have people in this community that don't think jesus rose from the dead yeah we ask you can be a part of the community but you have to respect the center you have to respect what we're saying the center is because this is what the center of this community is we're playing soccer at three o'clock we're not playing something else so what's mutual respect look like yeah i think i think mutual respect is i won't advocate for something that goes against the center that's i won't i won't um I might not align with it, but I will, I will respect the community's center and what that means to the community. And 
And so you don't work actively against it. If you work actively against it within the community, we'll say that's out of bounds. And now it sounds bounded, but it's... Well, this is what I... Uh, <laughs> so hard. I know, but, but that's where so we come tough. alongside and say, hey, we're going to invite you into this journey with us. This is our center. But if you don't think Jesus rose from the dead, we ask that you respect the idea that, Jesus, that, that we all believe that and don't advocate, don't advocate for some other center, yeah. which would be Jesus didn't raise from the dead. We can have that, those conversations. Sure. but And you can even hold that as a opinion. You can yeah. even hold it as a conviction and still come here. Because mm-hmm. that's not the center. The center... Right. Okay. That's right. Is a hmm. person. Right. You got it. That's, I'm telling you, this is a yeah, lot gets, harder than no, making no. rules. No, well, that's <laughs> why like, I love what Baker said about church discipline. Right. I'm sure we'll get there at some point. But like, oftentimes when in cultures like this or communities of faith, there's it's just black and white you do this or you don't do this you're Mm -hmm. you're in or you're out right right? Mm -hmm. but you know it's very bounded right right and his approach was a little bit different of like hey uh a senate approach is actually engaging every situation with the spirit Mm -hmm. and it may look different for different people Mm -hmm. right like there may be different instances where divorce is the best option sure right or vice versa right and so instead of creating these really, really harsh lines and right. policies and whatnot that says, if you do this, this is what it means. Yep. We rather, we engage each individual yep. in our community differently. Right. In their relationship mm-hmm. with but, God. But once you take something like divorce and put it in the center, yeah, you've created something other than what we would say is the center. Yeah. Or you take gay and put it in the center, you've created something other than what we say is the center. You can... You can have, you can be greedy as all get out and still be orientated toward the center. Mm-hmm. You just have right. to, you have to figure out what, what the center says about the way that I've, uh, my heart is orientated towards things or mm-hmm. what, what else am I worshiping besides the center? What else do I need to, and the closer I get to the center, I see that my, my selfishness is counterproductive to the center or counterproductive to this relationship to the center. So I become less selfish, but it's a, it's on a continuum. It really is. It's, it, it's a fascinating, um, approach to spiritual formation. You, you can't be lazy in no. this work. It's actually no. really, really challenging and hard. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, and the, the thing that probably struck people too on Sunday was, is that again, we say this a lot, but we explain the gospel in ways that people are not always comfortable with because we it's not saying a prayer and and being baptized and you're saved it's it doesn't say that jesus never says that right and so it's repent turn around follow me and you'll be saved follow me Hmm. it's not and and that's a harder um life then, oh, I just have to pray this prayer. I have to repent for my sins. I get baptized and I'm okay. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to go to heaven when I die. It's not how, that's not, that's not the equation. Yeah. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the marriage analogy. analogy. Right. I can't just say the words. Then all of a sudden we're good. Everything's we're good. good. Right. The rest of your yeah. Life. yeah. So this weekend you're jumping into. Yeah. The table and the table as the representation of how the ta- how the center plays out in our lives. Mm-hmm. So it'll be highly relational. It'll be. We're not doing a table. Like, well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to do it kind of together. So we'll, yeah. we'll I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. It's, it's only Tuesday. 
Yeah, no, it's one juice. <laughs> so you're saying there's going to be bagels? Oh. oh. Ooh. No, no, no. The Sunday gathering coordinator says no, <laughs> no. bagels. There is going to be unleavened bread. <laughs> all right, we, Wait, we got a meeting to go free. to. Yeah, uh, I'm glad Thanks, we figured guys. it all out today. Yeah, we got it all. So hopefully that's as big. Good. Ricky, you want to good luck? Throw everybody. us down a quick rip right now. Yeah, yeah. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Journey Now podcast, please consider rating and reviewing us and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for joining us today.